going to uh, continue in a series we've been doing on faith, and I think this is the last one of the series, the new series, oh, J. John next week, so I encourage you to be here for that, he'll be fantastic, and uh, if you're uh, a woman and you're still not sure whether you want to go to real woman next weekend, then uh, go to every woman, that's right, real men, every woman, <laughs> get that right. Then uh, just chat with uh, whoever's at the next step bar out in the foyer. They'll be able to give you any of the details, any information or uh, any uncertainty you might have about it. So uh, this morning's message is on faith and action. Everyone say action. So uh, the series on faith, you know, it's been on praying, on believing, uh, and this is part four. And uh, Josh did a great message last week if you weren't here. Uh, then you can get the podcast if you go to your uh, podcast store on uh, iTunes, search in C3 Roselle and all the messages will be there. Uh, a fantastic message last week from Josh. Stand up, Josh. There he is down the back there. Give him a big hand. Josh Watkins. Uh, great preacher and just a great message. So uh, this morning's message is on faith and action. And James chapter 2, verse 14, I want to share out of this verse in the Bible. It's in the New Testament, written by a guy called James. And he said this, this is the message translation. Dear friends, do you think you'll get, a, uh, do you think you'll get anywhere in this if you learn all the right words but never do anything? Do you get that? <laughs> Does merely talking about faith indicate that a person really has it? So this is like the other side of, of faith. And, you know, we've been talking about how faith is believing. It's about seeing things before they come to pass. Uh, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 talks about that. Uh, and like I said, you can get the other messages if you want to get the backstory to this message. But the other side of it is that when you have faith, you actually uh, demonstrate that faith by taking steps of action. Uh, the two go together. Um, and one of the key uh, areas I want to talk about this morning is actually the, the faith step or the faith action of actually gathering together on Sundays. Because uh, that is also, or the way God designed it, is it's a step of faith when we gather together on a Sunday morning. And you know, part of the New Testament, Jesus talked about uh, the two aspects of the Christian faith or the Christian life were uh, gather and go, if you like. So gathering together, going out into the marketplace. Gathering together, going out into the neighborhoods. Gathering together, going out. Jesus talked about going to all the world, but he also talked about the importance of, of gathering together. So the two aspects, gathering and going, and they both take faith. Going out and believing in our businesses or in our workplace for that uh, career uh, or, or that deal or that advancement or that promotion or or that re a restored relationship, or, or uh, a situation with healing, or whatever, they all take faith. Um, but we also come together, that's the going, but when we're coming together, it's important that we're also coming with faith. Um, and maybe you've thought, as I have at times, and I don't hold this against me, but what, why do we need to go to church? And I'm the pastor, and I'm thinking, why do we need to go to church? Uh, I mean, I can listen to the podcast. <laughs> yes, yeah, <that's> right. <laughs> I could just read it. I could just put up a blog. 
read my own message. Uh, you know, I can listen to the latest and the greatest worship on uh, Spotify. So, I mean, this is great what the guys are doing here, isn't it? It's phenomenal. But I can get the best recording. I can listen to it on my phone. Um, I can watch online, you know, even C3. Uh, our church has online messages, live streaming right now. You can stay at home. Uh, you can watch it online. You can think, wow, I don't have to get the kids ready, which is a nightmare. I don't know. I could sleep in. I mean, there's all these. Re- we've, got, we've got such access to so many options these days. 24-7 Christianity, you, could, you can watch church online, you can listen to podcasts, you can have the best worship, and so you've got to ask the question, I mean that sounds fast, fantastic, then why, why do we need to go to church? And it makes sense, it makes perfect sense that you don't need to if church is just a place you go. Like Woolworths, or Aldi. It makes perfect sense if, hey, I just go there to get my groceries, or I just go there to get a message, or I just go there to, to get some worship, or I just go there for this or for that. It makes perfect sense that we don't need to go to church if church is just somewhere we go. Um, but that's not what Jesus had in mind when he invented or came up with the whole concept of church. And the key important message, if you actually read through the Gospels and you read through the book of Acts, is that Jesus said that uh, don't see church as a place you go, but as something you are. That's the message of the Gospel. Church is not a place you go, but something you are. We are the church. Now, we do still go to church. We come together in this building. This building's called a church. Uh, but sometimes we get, uh, we misunderstand that, oh, that's, that's church. No, we're the church. We are the church, and the church is not just a place we go, but it's something we are. And I want to talk about that this morning. So the word church actually means the gathered ones, the called out ones. That's where the original term came from. They were called out. They gathered together in a certain place. So the actual term church actually means to gather. So to not gather is a misnomer. It's like saying, uh, I'm, oh, I can't think of analogies. <laughs> I thought I'd come up with one then, but I didn't. I was trying to think something about being human and not being part of the human race, but anyway, I wasn't quick enough. So um, you can add, just insert that one when you're listening to the podcast yourself. <laughs> so, um, so we're the church, the word, actually, the church word actually means gathered together, coming together, called out to gather and then to go to fulfill the mission of Jesus in the world. So to gather and to go, to gather and to go, to gather and to go. But also not just gathering going, oh yeah, I'll get this or get that. Or, but, but understanding that we come with a step of faith, an expectation that something's going to happen. When we gather, I want to talk about what Jesus said happens when we gather. Number one, when we gather, Jesus said, I'm present. When two or more agree on a, th- or when two or more gather, Matthew 18 20, when two or more, 
where two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. See, there is a promise. Does that mean he's not there when you're on your own? No, he's still there. But there's a different, Jesus promises a different presence when two, three, four, five, a hundred, a thousand, twenty thousand, hundred thousand people come together, all of a sudden there's a, a body connection. Jesus calls the church the body. And he said, when the body comes together, the head will be there. The Bible says Jesus is the head of the church. So when two parts of the body come together, the head will be present. As opposed to when we're praying on our own, the presence of God is still there. But he says there's a, there's a different presence. There's a different manifestation so Jesus is here right now, but in a different form with the Holy Spirit than when we're praying at home in our bedroom or, or in our car or we're at work. He's at work in a different way. It's called a, like a corporate anointing. Where the, it's a body anointing. And we come expecting that God is going to do something when we gather. That's a step of faith. It doesn't look any different than a group of people at the movies. But we're not here to watch a movie. We're here to worship. We're here to gather in his name. Yes, to hear a message and to worship together. But my prayer and my hope is as a church that we would come with an expectation that because we're here, he is here. And because he's here, stuff's going to happen. Lives are going to change. Answers are going to come. We're going to feel the, uh, uh, and, it, and it's sometimes subconscious, but a sense of encouragement, of lightness. The peace of God. We walk out thinking, man, I, I just feel better about my circumstances, about my life, about the situation that I'm facing, about this difficulty that I've got to deal with next week. That we walk out going, I just, there's something different. That's the presence of God. We come expecting that, not just for ourselves, but for others. That other people who are going through a challenge or a difficulty or a relational uh, situation or, or a, a, a child. Uh, difficulty or whatever, or illness, and we come thinking, I, Lord, as we gather, your presence is going to be there. They're going to feel the peace of God about that situation, that they're going to feel encouraged about what's going on in their world, or a person's just lost their job, or they've got a difficult uh, thing going on in their business, or they've lost a big client or something, that as we gather, God's peace, a sense of hope, of expectation is here. That's a step of faith. That's my prayer every week, and I ask that you would pray that and believe that as well, that we're not just going to church, but where we are the church. When we gather, we are the church, and we're expecting stuff to happen. We're expecting God to move. We're expecting people to, to get healed, because the Bible says that when we pray for people, they'll get healed. We expect answers to prayer because God says if you pray together, we're two or more agree on a thing, that's another prayer. That's a different. It's different to just us praying on our own. There's a power in it. When two or more gather in my name, Jesus said, I'm the head of the body. And so I want you to, you know, when you're coming on a Sunday, uh, to come expectant, to come going, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to receive something from God, but I'm not just coming to get something. I'm not just going to Woolies because I need some milk. I'm not just going to Aldi because I got want to get. I, look, I saw something in the uh, catalogue. <laughs> I'm going to queue up for four hours before they open so I get that one that they've got for sale. <laughs> um, 
But I'm going to come and I'm going to expect that other people are going to be touched, that their circumstances are going to be met, and they're going to be encouraged. That's, that's the church. That is the church coming to receive and also coming to give. And that's my second point. Not only do we gather so that his presence is here and lives are being changed, but we gather together because we believe we have something to offer. The Bible says you have something to offer. You bring something. So again, we're not just going to get something, to buy something, to receive something, but we're coming because we've got something to offer. Do you actually believe, do you know that when you come on a Sunday that you're offering something? We're offering to God with worship, with our tithes, our giving, our time, all those things, but we're also offering something else. And here's what the Scripture says. Hebrews 10, 22 to 25 in the message. And just as an aside note, you may or may not be aware, but the guy that wrote the message translation of the Bible actually died this week. Eugene Peterson, 85 years of age, has had an incredible influence upon our generation with his interpretation of the Scriptures and putting them into modern language. So just a, just a acknowledgement of that incredible man. Uh, but his, uh, the message translation, his translation of these scriptures, uh, he puts it this way. Hebrews 10, 22 to 25. So let's do it. <laughs> Just do it. Full of belief, confident that we're presentable inside and out. Let's keep a firm grip on the promise that keep us going. He also keeps his word. Let's see how inventive we can be in encouraging love and helping out. Not avoiding worshipping together as something as some do, but spurring each other on, especially as we see the big day approaching. Um, just when, when people keep telling us oh, that we've been married 27 years and it just keeps sinking in, <laughs> that's a long time. I'm getting closer to the big day arriving. <laughs> but it also makes me realize that when we come, we have something to offer. And what we have is, is the opportunity for God to move through us to touch another life. You know, Jesus said, that's the way I want to work. And it's incredible that he will work through us, broken as we are, imperfect as we are, and struggling in different areas that we are, haven't got it all together, and God still says, you know what, I'm going to work through you. I'm going to display my grace through your life if you'll open yourself up and make yourself available to me. I will move through you to touch another life so that they see my grace and not your imperfections. So when we, yeah, that's worth a clap. <laughs> um, so isn't it interesting that this book was written like just after the time of Jesus going back to heaven and even then the writer of the Hebrews is saying, let's not avoid the worshipping together as some are doing. Already at that time there was people going, oh, we don't need to do this. Why do we need to get it? We can just do this on our own. We'll just go. Even back then these thoughts, these, these, uh, these ideas were already surfacing and he's going, no, no, no. Let's not stop gathering because this is where all the action happens. That we come and we bring something that God wants to move 
not just in our workplace, not just in our family, but, but in our own lives when we gather together and God will move through us as we just give a, a smile. God can move through a smile. Did you know that? Isn't it amazing when, and I try and practice this as much as possible, um, but, you know, I go to a coffee shop or whatever. Sometimes, you know, you go to, I go to a couple of different coffee shops, but sometimes, you know, the person making the coffee, you can tell they're, they've either haven't got much sleep or they're not in a good mood or something's not working out for them or whatever. And sometimes they go, my goal before I leave this place is to see that person smile. And uh, I don't always succeed. <laughs> sometimes it's harder than you think. But isn't it amazing? Oftentimes you just, you just give a big smile and how people will smile back. And you know what? God can speak through a smile. If we go, you know what? I want God to move through my life. I haven't got it all together. And yes, I need him to do things in my world. And I'm praying for things that I haven't seen happen yet. And I'm believing God to do certain things. But you know what? In the midst of all that, I'm going to, let, I'm going to be a conduit for God's love and, and just encouragement. It may be just something, some positive word, some encouraging word when we walk into church or so we, when we're gathered and also when we go, gather and go, gather and go, gather and go. That's my message this morning, <laughs> gather and go. Um, but I love that scripture. Let's see how inventive we can be, how we can invent ways to be encouraging. Could be, a, could be just a note, could be a, a text, could be a... Uh, an Instagram, could be a direct me- a DM, <laughs> for those of us, that, well, I haven't done a DM yet, I'm just getting into <laughs> um, it, could be a Facebook thing, it could be uh, whatever, How, let's think of ideas that we can encourage other people, in the church, in our, our community right here, in the workplace, family, a friend that may be going through a hard time. And, and use that for God to work through our life. And he will. He will. How inventive we can be. Always keeping his word. Holding a firm grip on his promises. And helping out. Not avoiding worshipping together, but spurring each other on. I love that. That's the church gathered. And every time we come together, I want to encourage you. To go, you know what, God's going to do something special because I'm coming. And that doesn't mean that you're special, well you are special, but you're not that special. Because <laughs> God says, if you'll come expectant, I will move through your life. And sometimes we'll be not even conscious of it. God will just do it. Um, and by doing this, we, we are actually investing in the lives of other people. We move from being a consumer to a contributor. So I'm not just going like I'm going to Woolworths to buy something and to get something for me and then I'll go and add that to my Christian life or, or duty or whatever, but I'm coming, I'm coming to give something. I'm coming to invest something. And I'm coming with that mindset so that God will then move. You know, um, Nicole works really hard in our family to get our whole family together every night for dinner. And uh, we've got a 20-year-old, a 19-year-old, 13-year-old. It's not as hard with the 13-year-old. But getting the 19-year-old and the 20-year-old and the 51-year-old <laughs> to, together every night of the week for dinner, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a work, it's an effort. 
and Nick works really well at it and he's constantly on everybody to be there because she understands, and I do as well, that that's valuable. There's something that happens when we're all there, talking, communicating, laughing, or not talking, not communicating, but just there. <laughs> but, uh, but she understands that that's valuable because when you're together, something happens. I don't want to, each day, you know, get a, a, a text or a, or a recorded message, say, if we want to put in the aspect of podcast, I don't want to just get a podcast uh, from Nick or from the boys of, about what they did today. So we sit down, you know, at the table and I push play and it goes, hey, you know, this is, this is Bailey Lucas and uh, yeah, I had a good day today and uh, I did this and I did that, I went to work and uh, I'll see you next, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow night, bye. No, that, that's, it's good to get that. It's good to listen to podcasts, but it's not the same as coming together. The gathering together, the interaction of relationships, the, the personal um, symbiotic subconscious connections that take place when we're in a place together. And, uh, you know, fam- those moments are really, really important. And the older the family get, the harder they are, aren't they, Nicole? To, and we don't get them there every night, but... You know, it's sometimes hard because we've got stuff on and whatever, and I normally do my train. Well, I like to do my training at seven to eight because there's a certain ride that I do, and if dinner's late, I'm like, oh, bad luck, I'm going to ride now. Um, but I don't do that anymore, do I? So I'm like, no, no, this is more important. <laughs> uh, 27 years, I'm starting to twig. I'm starting to twig. I'm starting to get it together. Um, but, but. You know, because we're all busy. We've all got stuff we want to do. There's always things on us. But it's important to prioritize the most important things. And the gathering together as a family is vital. Um, and the gathering together as a, as, a, as a community, as a people of faith, is vital because stuff happens when we're here so that we're actually empowered when we go out. Gather and go, gather and go, gather and go. You're going to be hearing that in your sleep. And the third point, so number one, and I'll finish, I've only got three points. So when we gather, he's present, he's actually here. It takes a step of faith. This, this is a series on faith and action. We come believing, God, you're going to do something. You're going to do something in my life, but also I'm praying that you're going to do something in the lives of other people who are here. Secondly, we gather because we bring something, we offer something. Um, words of encouragement, words of life, opportunity to serve in some way, and and as the body, you know, many of us here are, are serving in different ways, whether it be, you know, sound projection, worship, cafe, cleaning, uh, attending, lots of different ways. We're actually contributing, we're bringing, we're giving something, kids' church. Um, it's just, there's endless numbers of ways. And if you're not serving in some way at the moment, I encourage you to get on a team and, uh, and find the value and, and the, um, the blessing that comes in, in serving others. And the third one I want to talk about is uh, when we gather together, it creates opportunity for people who don't know Jesus to come into a connection or have an opportunity to understand or, or open themselves up to that relationship or to renew their faith in Jesus, people who have come away. Do you know, um, research shows that still today, 92% of people come to faith in Christ in a Sunday service. 92%. It's the way God works. That's how people get saved. 
That's how people come. They might first hear about him through a conversation. Um, They might be led in a personal prayer by someone that they know. Uh, But 92% of people make that formal decision to make Jesus Christ their Lord and Savior in a gathering just like this all across the world. Thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of people every Sunday saying yes to Jesus. I want to make him my Lord and Savior or coming back to him for whatever reason. They've gone and saying, no, I, I need to get my life back together. It happens right here in places just like this because that's the way God works most of the time. Yes, you can get saved out on a mountain or whatever. Um, but you know what? Research and statistics show that that's not the way it normally happens. It happens because people like you and me gather together. There's an environment where God is present. People hear a message like this. God opens up their heart and they say, you know what, I, I want to know this God. I want to know this Jesus that they've been talk about. And so every time we come, we're creating an opportunity and a belief that someone that doesn't know Jesus or who, who has drifted away for whatever reason can come back and can open up themselves to actually get to know the creator of heaven and earth, Jesus Christ. I mean, that in and of itself is the greatest motivation for us to get out of bed on a Sunday morning. We've had no sleep. We didn't get much sleep last night. We had, uh, what time is it? I've got a couple of minutes. Let me just tell you a bit of a story. Last night, uh, our second son got home about two o'clock in the morning. We're like asleep and he comes and he goes, oh, lucky I got home right now. I'm like, why, why? And he goes, there's two people trying to break into our house. I'm like, you know, have you ever, um, when adrenaline hits, you, know, you can be sort of half asleep and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, what? <laughs> it's like I just had this injection of, of uh, endorphins and, and adrenaline. I said, what do you mean? And he goes, oh, no, no, they've gone. I chased them off. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, oh, he just got out of an Uber. He was coming in. It was about 2 o'clock in the morning. And as he was coming in, there was two guys, like, just around the side of our house. And he's like, hey, what are you guys doing? And they're like, oh, 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 we're just, we're just peeing. We're just peeing. <laughs> he goes, get out of our house. Get out of our house. What are you doing in our house? Like, oh, we're just peeing. It's all right. And then they came out. And he's like, get out of here. And then they took off up the street. And then he's come in and he's gone, oh, I was just lucky I came home. And then, anyway, so then we went out looking for him and uh, rang the police and couldn't find them. Well, we just sort of went up the street just in case they were trying to get to someone else's house. But anyway, so that was like 2 o'clock. So I didn't get to sleep till like 3 o'clock. And uh, I don't know why I'm telling that story. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, oh, yeah, so my point is, but every morning, and, and you can say, oh, you just do that because you get paid. Um, but even before I got paid, for many, many years, I love the house of God. I love being God's presence. I've been up all night and gone straight to church. You know, some people, I remember my brother when he was younger. This is Ron, my brother, Ron. Give Ron a big hand. <laughs> when we were a lot younger, he would party all night. And he worked a pretty physical job, and then he would go straight to work in the morning. That's pretty impressive, because he valued work. He's a hard worker, always has been a hard worker, and it didn't matter what he'd done, he was always at work the next day. Anyone else like that? Anyway, I won't ask for a hand. (laughs) 
party all night. Still in church in the morning. <laughs> but um, when we know something's important, we value it. And so uh, that's my final point, that we, that there's something special happens when the body of Christ come together. And sometimes we think, oh, I don't really need to do that. I can listen to the podcast. I can listen to worship. All these, all these different attributes, if you like, of church life are available in individual parts. But the individual parts don't make up the collection, the, the, the uh, synergy, if you like, of it all coming together, God's presence moving in our life, feeling, and we may not even necessarily know it's happening, but feeling lighter, feeling more encouraged, feeling more peaceful, feeling God's presence, walking out more positive, more, now sometimes it's gone by Monday, <laughs> that's why it takes faith to go, you know what, what I felt there on Sunday, it's still here now, I may not be able to feel it, but God's word is still with me, his presence is still here, he's still listening to me, that's the faith aspect, that's the gathering and the going um, but it is an act of faith. And I want to encourage you to encourage you to just keep coming and, and knowing you're receiving something, keep coming and knowing that you're giving something, that it actually is affecting other people's life. And also just look for opportunities where you can actually bring somebody that doesn't know Jesus or is maybe away from God and they're talking about different stuff and something's going on in their life. And you go, hey, why don't you just come? Believe, it's an, yes, it's an act of faith. To go calm, but just believe, you know what, God's going to speak to them. God's going to say something. They, they may not necessarily accept Jesus or, or say, yes, I'm going to keep coming or whatever, but just believing that something's going to happen in their life when they come into God's presence, when the church is there, because God, that's the way God works. Amen? Amen. Let's, uh, yeah, let's give the Lord a hand. Thank you, God. <laughs> Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your messages. We thank you that you are at work in our life, that there's something powerful when we come together. And even since the first century, the devil and, and just human nature has, has been working against this principle of gathering, the power of it, the spirit of it. And, but Father, I thank you that you are at work here. And we do see people coming to Christ and receiving Jesus have hundreds and hundreds of people since we've been meeting finding Jesus Christ finding new life finding the Savior coming back to Jesus discovering their purpose finding community knowing Jesus all taking place here week after week month after month year after year life transformation through your spirit that is here when we gather. We thank you for it, God. Thank you for the promise. Thank you, God. And even today, look, maybe, you're, maybe you've never prayed a prayer that asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. Or maybe you're away from God and you just thought, oh, I'll come back to church or, or whatever. Um, I want to encourage you to, to take the next step, which is to pray a prayer that asks Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. That, that's that step of faith. That's that action, if you like. And I want to encourage you to do that here this morning. And if you do do that, I want to encourage you to just let us know. Um, come and see me or speak to someone at Next Step or just someone near you. Go, hey, look, I, I prayed that prayer. So why don't we stand? We're going to pray, the pr pray a prayer.
Maybe it's the first time you've ever prayed it. Maybe you've prayed it lots of times or maybe you've been away, but you really mean this here this morning. I want to lead you in a prayer. So why don't we just pray this prayer? Dear God, come into my life. Help me to follow you. Help me to know your purpose and your plan for me. And I ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Lord, I thank you. You're at work in every life, in every couple, in every family, every individual, Lord, old and young. Your great presence, bringing life and encouragement, hope and peace, love through the mighty and magnificent Jesus. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand this morning. Thank you, God. Thanks, Ruthie. Amazing. What a great word. Let's thank Pastor Ward for that word this morning. It's powerful. And just to remind you, you can get any of the messages uh, from this year on our podcast. So you can grab that um, during the week to re-encourage yourself. And um, also a reminder that next step, we have uh, week four happening straight after the service today. So if you've attended week one, two, and three, you can attend that. If you have not been to a next step, um, our next step pathway yet, week one will be starting again next week. So we'd love for you to join us um, at week one next week. That would be fantastic. Have a blessed week. And ladies, I'll see you at Every Woman. And everyone else will see you next week. I heard your love calling my name And I came running home Made you the king over my pain You want me to let it go Now I know that I know that I know You are for real Cause your love me straight to my heart This is for
在。